everyone and welcome back to all things undone podcast where we talk about life after divorce and how to move forward successfully we talk about so many other things on this show now it's expanding but as anything in life one thing is constant change and that's what all things undone is change is constant and constant is change i tell you but welcome 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 you all keep jonathan in your prayers he is out sick tonight so he cannot join us so definitely keep him in your prayers joining me though tonight to discuss the tea the chatter and the chops because we're going to chop it up is my good friend my producer ceo of i am well media group Dwayne sutton yay i need one of them clapper things what <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I gotta get the audio going. We're we gonna upgrade soon. Yeah, I right, appreciate so. you having me here. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. It's always good energy. Always, always. And I want to start the show off with, with saying this to everyone who is joining. I know it's been a it's been a year. It's been a roller coaster ride of a year for 2023. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that's feeling that energy, right? It has been a thing. So for all of you out there, this is my encouragement to entrepreneurs who are working a full-time job, but you're still pushing to make your dreams come true. Don't stop. Keep going. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Still put your time in. Find your time. Be consistent. That's what we're doing. We're being consistent and building because one day, whatever you're working on could be a grand success. And that looks different for all of us. So yeah, that's my words of encouragement. But what are we talking about tonight? <laughs> we're talking about some stuff tonight and yes strange. we starting with what what we starting with Wayne. uh i think we're gonna start like it's gonna to start up like hey jess come holler at your phone real quick okay fuck it we're doing it <laughs> we're getting into it look at us <laughs> okay so obviously we know what's going on with diddy and cassie but that's settled so we're gonna get into some shit surrounding all of this you know so yes thank you jess that's just hilarious by the way <laughs> We're going to talk about Cassie and the dude. The, the dude. P. Diddy. P. Diddy. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're going to talk about him. We're going we're gonna to do the little offshoot. But y'all, listen, I'm so ready for the unofficial official version of Surviving P. Diddy. And I said this years ago when they did Surviving R. Kelly. I said, where is the Surviving P. Diddy episodes? Because I know. You knew her. They they about in the same boat. Cause come on now, let's let's just talk about it. You could call it gossip. You can call it what you want, but it sure looks like. And this is just me from the outside looking in. I could have it completely and totally wrong. Looks like he's groomed a few people in the past. Mm. Um, I and that, and to be honest with you, I don't even know how that all just plays out. I don't because, either. I mean, like we we know. He's dealt with acts of all ages. I mean, like, let's not forget, mm -hmm. you know, he, he, I hate to say the word groom, but I mean, like, professionally, he groomed Usher. He did. Um, you know, people forget Usher had that, that transition uh, with his voice. When he first got into the industry, he was one thing, and then his voice changed. Yep. That's when he started coming out with Can You Get With It and things like that. Mm -hmm. And everybody was kind of confused, like, why y'all got this kid on a Devontae swing track talking about some you know, can you get with it? Like, what, what are we doing here? Um, but yeah, it, it was, it's a lot of names that he's, I mean, like, let's be real. Diddy has touched mm -hmm. on everybody. And I don't yeah. mean that in the most sexual way. 
but business wise, he yes. touched some everybody, man. And there's really no telling how far this thing goes, how deep this thing goes. I know, and I will say this: I've said it before, and I'll say it again. And I know when you have someone as powerful, powerful a person as Didi, absolute power corrupts absolutely. I mean, that's the principle that that you can either believe it or not believe it. But when you have that much power and you don't have anyone, anyone, anything standing your way, no one to tell you no, no one to check you, because who's going to check you when you're writing all the checks? Well, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I know they, they some sometimes people believe money changes people. Money and power really just brings out the true mm-hmm. essence of a person. I um, believe it. If you're <laughs> money didn't turn you into an asshole, you an asshole before you got money. Now you just a rich asshole. Yeah, you just amplified now because you got the money is. to be your true self, whether that's you operating in your light energy or your dark energy. Because we know people opposite that who are who are wealthy and they pretty much give all they can to other people. So yeah, if you're a terrible mm-hmm. fucking person, money just highlights that. That's all it, it is just, hey, it just shows you who you are. Now, I listened to someone read the deposition of um, of Cassie, the 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 lawsuit that she filed. Now, of course, she has been now paid a hundred million dollars. She only asked for thirty million. The girl got a hundred million dollars, and it, she had to sign twenty four twenty four hours. Yes, twenty four hours. Twenty four hours later, she got you know her hundred million. Right. What? You know what that means, right? You ask for 30 and in 24 hours you got a hundred million. Cassie knows something. And 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 what that says to me mm-hmm. is everything she accused him of got to be true. If if it ain't true, it's is more that she knows the truth about. And he's like, I don't want my skeletons coming out this closet. But it's too late, my brother. Yeah. That, I mean, that's an admission of guilt in my book. That's an admission of guilt because you paid her off so quick and like like did it and right. as a matter of fact he paid her off and then of course she had to sign a, a, a non-disclosure or whatever it is nda but mm-hmm. here's the thing that uh what she filed in court is public record so people can go look it up for themselves that's not yeah. going to be stricken from the record it's out there she talked about the f-offs that he made her participate in the fuck offs and um I mean, and if you all real. have to watch it, that's crazy. Yeah, she had to participate in those. Um, he kept her drug. He controlled her. And then look at the age gap. She said she was 19 in 2005, and he was 37 when they got together. So, so automatically, been. off top, the power imbalance in that relationship is just mind-blowing, if you think about it. So he has so much power that her medical records went to him. They didn't even go to her. Hey man, I'm suing the shit out of everybody. Ain't no way HIPAA got to protect somebody at some point in time. Right. This man ain't my daddy. What you doing sending my medical records to him? HIPAA violations. That's look, man, she's smart. I don't care if he doesn't sign NDA. I think it's a couple other people I would definitely, definitely go after if I was her. <laughs> man, look, but for her sake, like I said, um, I understand sometimes it's about peace. Like we we ain't seen or heard from her really since she got away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that she's shown up, I mean, like it's 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 public knowledge now that you know she's had some real hurdles with drugs and 
<clears throat> self-esteem and all kinds of issues, mm -hmm. you know, that she just had to go to therapy and and, and really work some demons out. Um and still working them out, I would imagine. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And and uh I ain't gonna I know she assigned the NDA. Yeah. But I don't think that Puffy's business is done coming out. It may not come out via her. No, it's, it's coming. Yeah. Which brings us to the next point. Now that that lawsuit has come out and he settled it so quickly, now one or two other women have popped out and said that it pretty much happened to them. One in particular accused Aaron Hall of raping her when she was 18 in front of Diddy. And then they do have a video of Aaron Hall saying that he made love to a young lady in front of P. Diddy. That's an old video. Now, That's I ain't gonna an lie. Old, old video. You know what's mm -hmm. funny to me is people, I guess they've heard Aaron Hall's songs, but I don't think they've ever really paid attention to his interviews. Some people find it hilarious when they hear his voice, his speaking voice. Mm -hmm. Aaron Hall <laughs> has made it no secret. Uh, he is who he is. He was mm -hmm. raised by pimps. Um, you know, he'll tell you about his history with his, you know, his parents or his mother, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, it just is what it is with that. Um, now, it's so much that can go into it because now what I'm starting to do is connect the dots between situations like Aaliyah, R. Kelly, yeah. Gloria Velez, who is the one who's also said, you know, Aaron Hall was dealt with her when she was. Uh, when she was a minor, um, mm -hmm. it's, it's so many others, and I'm going, How many of y'all? Because while we can get at them, these girls were 16, 17, and they were in the same places as these grown men. Now, I don't mm -hmm. know about you, how easy do you think it is to just, I don't know, appear in front of a celebrity, you know. Like that's something it that, be that is, easy. It, it, it shouldn't be. So my thing is, how did you at 15, 16, 17 years old end up in it? Especially the girl Gloria Velez. She's strictly a model. Mm -hmm. She was never an actual artist. So my mm -hmm. issue is not only well, she's a minor, cool, all right, you did something stupid, your parents. Mm -hmm. Your parents. They, they didn't have no clue you were dealing with me like him. Let's let's talk about this little known thing that they don't talk about in the hood, but it happens all the time, at least back in the uh -oh. early 80s and 90s that happened. If Especially in poor neighborhoods. If you had a man come through and he was decent and he had money and he was providing for your daughter and he was way older than your daughter, but he was also breaking off money into the household that didn't have no money coming in, they said that was a good man back in the day. They really, what's going on, Ross? The community really didn't ridicule him. And we know this just by looking at the R. Kelly case in particular. There were so many other adults enabling him to do what he did, going to find girls in the mall for him. I'm pretty sure he wasn't the only one practicing that back in the nah, day. Nah, he was nah, not nah. alone. He just happened to be the scapegoat, put the pressure on him. Then you're not looking at the rest of us and what we're doing, right? So, uh, yeah, it's I think we don't touch on that enough. And I remember watching the documentary of Roxanne, the rapper Roxanne, Roxanne, Shantae. Yeah. Roxanne Shantae. And there she was, 15, 16, pregnant, dealing with some grown, grown, grown man beating on her and stuff. 
And I remember she was talking about in the thing how she had had a broken jaw and still trying to perform with this old crazy man. And her family was like, girl, that's a good man. He provides for you. Knowing that she was a minor dealing with this man that was way older than her. Hey, man, let me say this. Mm -hmm. I said this earlier, uh, talking to a, a friend of mine. But um, our people, mm -hmm. only culture I know that's willing to sell our souls for a dollar. We will sell our children. Mm -hmm. You know, we will we will we will sell our ourselves, like put ourselves out there, uh, in in the most inappropriate ways, just for a dollar. That's why the, the hip hop game is transitional way it has. You know, and I'm I'm not knocking you know, but like for instance, the kid Lil Nas X, mm -hmm. you know, it ain't got nothing to do for me. It ain't got nothing to do with his sexuality. It's the way he's going about doing things, and I'm like, I know all that's about a dollar. Yes, definitely. That's that's not who you truly are, because again, who you came out with is Old Town Road. You can't you can't say you wasn't making money off of that. You rose to stardom off of that. You mm -hmm. had people from all genres wanting to get on your music. You feel me? So it was working. What made mm -hmm. you transition to this? You was right. losing that. And so you said, I got to do what I got to do. Uh, what is everybody interested in? What is everybody, what is going to keep people talking? What's going to, what's going to keep my name out the good, bad, whatever going to keep my name out there. And mm -hmm. it, like, I'm sick of seeing our folk set ourselves up for failure just to get something, you know, minute this quickly. But it does major damage to us on the back end. Very true. I remember major DMX said something, you know, rest his soul. He said he it was in a poem that he had. Uh, he did spoken word to DMX did. But he in the poem, he said, um, never forget there are rappers in the industry, in the industry, and there are industry rappers. Mm -hmm. Know the difference. You have real authentic artists in the industry. They don't get a lot of hype. They don't get a lot of fanfare. They don't get a lot of play on the radio but they are 100% authentic rappers. And then you have industry rappers. We don't even have to call their names. We know because their songs are in rotation on the radio ad nauseum. I don't even listen to the radio just because of that because I'm so sick of commercialized junk, junk in, junk out, trash in, trash out. I like my brain cannot take any more <laughs> redundant, stupid, gibberish lyrics. Like I cannot do, I can't. Okay. My brain is like, girl, cut that shit off. Like, it's making us. Like, I haven't even been riding with the radio on. I really haven't. I've been meditating, playing my meditation music, listening to comedy, listening to podcasts. The music, I can't do it right now. I just, it's trash. I got playlists. Yeah. I got now that I can I got... go find the music I want and build it. Like you said, get you a playlist. But yeah, right. here are some other couple, uh, couple, two other lawsuits have popped up on Diddy. Talk to me. Uh, Sean Diddy Combs has been hit with a new lawsuit by a woman who alleges he drugged and sexually assaulted her while she was in college in 1991. The account was uh, the uh, complaint was filed on Thursday at New York Supreme Court claims that the woman was a victim of revenge porn after the rap mogul recorded her during the alleged incident. So obviously there is some truth to him recording people and holding that shit over their heads. If this is to be believed, this is alleged, of course, because, hey, it hadn't gone to court yet. Another oh. one was filed. It comes a week after Mr. Combs was accused of rape and repeated physical abuse. OK, this was after Cassie's. So that's this is number two. That is where number where is number three. 
The most recent suit filed against Mr. Combs centers on an alleged interaction between him and Joy Dickerson Neal on January the 3rd, 1991, when she was a student at Syracuse University. Okay, so these are still the same two, if you ask me. Ms. Dickerson Neal's identity was confirmed to U.S. outlets by her representative. So, so far, this is just the second one. I was looking for the third one because they said three, but I don't read, I don't, I don't see a, th a third one. And this source is the Independent is the name of the paper. That's they crazy. They've been telling us for a minute what did it and did you see it right there? Remember this song? The D, the I, the D, the D, did he did it? The D, the I, the D, he did it. He did it. He did. Oh, and I'm gonna say this, man, real quick. Shout out to uh CEO of Black with No Chase, man, Mr. C.J. Lawrence, who is also an attorney. Um. But he said in all his years of practicing law, he has mm -hmm. never seen anyone settle a civil suit that fast. Yeah, I think now, it's I think you, it's history making. And his father never seen anything that fast. I'm telling you, I think I think it's history. It's one for the Guinness Book of World Records. I'm pretty sure of it. I'm pretty sure of it. it like that's it the was, fastest, that's the fastest <laughs> settlement. It's given, you know, when you go in front of your parents. And and you got that sibling that go, let me tell you what Junior did, and they go, ah, you know, <laughs> you gotta hurry up and get loud. <laughs> and here's Sean the thing, did, this ah, is, ah, hey, we was just playing, we was just, <laughs> we was just playing. Go on, take the money, go. On. And that's one of those things when your money becomes a weird flex, because okay, yeah, she filed suit, and he was like. I'm powerful enough to make this go away overnight. I can do it publicly and it won't matter because it's so much money. And this is for him. I feel like this is a catch 22. You damned if you do and you damned if you don't, because, sir, you paid it out so fast and over and above the amount she was asking for. That's the part that's like just tripping and, and, and me he, out. It was over and above. And not only how fast he, he didn't do it just to get it over with. You know, the thing is. The longer it sits out there, the, there's a better chance that more and more of your business can leak. You know how how uh, mm -hmm. the media works fast, right? It's 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 yeah. not what it used to be back in the nineties. Like you could mm -hmm. hide a lot of stuff. Now nothing's hidden. Social media, hell, even if you're not part of the media, if right. Black Twitter is a month, them some investigative people there. <laughs> they can go pull up people's old tweets, comments. Yeah videos, all this stuff, and say, you know what? Let's show and see if we can tie some things together. And, sure and they enough, will. They sure will. I haven't been on they, Black Twitter in a while. I have to go check them out over there on, on the, over there on the Black Twitter. <laughs> I'm old podcast is definitely part of Black Twitter. I don't <laughs> I'm like, I, I said, I have to go and get my news. I trust Twitter mm -hmm. or X or whatever they call it now. It's X More now, but it's news, Twitter. The news, that's what we call it. But more than I do any of the uh, the news stations, anything like that, man. Like I, because I, I know there's so many different sources I can verify with. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I can get it like that, you know, without all the mess. Uh, so now nah, I hate that, but mm, now here's the thing I want to ask you about. <coughs> Excuse me, yeah. Before we move on. So speaking of what? Diddy, there have been some other names that have dropped because you know, New York's uh, the whole little thing with the statute of limitations on a. Uh, the civil lawsuits against those who are considered abusers or whatever came out, mm -hmm. and there were many other names that dropped. 
Hmm, I missed that because, like I said, I've been, I've been kind of bit, kind of busy. Hit some, hit us with some. You remember? I know any? Jamie Foxx's name came out. Hmm. That's the one that's the most disheartening. Now, here's the thing. Again, it's the statute of limitations that's in place. So they mm -hmm. say after a certain amount of time, you, you know, what's done is done. Right. Um. So these people have had. It, it, I think it's from the. You have a a year from the time you make first make mention of the situation to okay. do something with it. And they said the year is coming up. So, of course, you know, we almost in a December. Right. I think this was last week. All of a sudden, names just dropped. All in one day, you've seen a whole busload of names. Let me see if I can pull that up. But just in, in when you hear Jamie Foxx and himself, what's the chances you really think Jamie Foxx is involved in something like that? I, I Slim to none. But I don't know Jamie Foxx. I just know the character he plays on TV. Don't he just don't strike me as a type, but I could be wrong. Hmm. You know, but what? here's the thing. Uh -huh. Bill Cosby also didn't strike me as the type. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Uh Heathcliff Huxtable. I've learned to separate the two. Heathcliff yes. Huxtable uh is is not the type. I don't know Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby's a damn good actor who also was in one of my favorite movies, Uptown Saturday Night. And, you know, oh, that's City Quartier, you know. That's such a funny movie. Hey, Jack. <laughs> you know. So. Yeah. Saturday homeboy. You know. I, I guess it's, um, here's here's the thing. And I've been watching, if y'all haven't seen this, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell y'all how this ties together. If y'all have not watched The Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix yet, go check Ooh. that out. The Fall of the House of Usher on Fall Netflix. Fall of the House of Usher. Okay, let me give you these names real quick mm -hmm. before I forget. Okay, so Jamie Foxx, okay. Axel Rose from Guns N' Roses, mm -hmm. uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., celebrity photographer Terry Richardson, music exec L.A. Reid. I've heard some rumors about him. You have? Yes. Back, going yeah, back to the Janet Jackson era, it's not new. Let's see. Gooding settled another adult 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 survivors act lawsuit in June with a woman who accused him of raping her in 2013. I think that's so, not that recent. Uh, Cuba Junior. Junior. Remember, he got canceled during the Me Too movement. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, apparently, this this is the civil suit part of it. Oh so God! Okay. So they are they are coming for people. Um. I, I don't know. I, part of me, I don't want to say it's a money grab now, man. I don't want to dismiss people like that. It's just the timing. Like how all those names that dropped in one day. You don't think that's a bit of a coincidence? And I know some people say, well, it's a racial thing. Why are they coming up to the black man? Some white man in that too. What's the guy? Uh, Russell Brand, the comedian. You just said Axel Rose. Axel Rose. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a slew of people that just dropped. I, I was say I don't know if it's a money grab or not, but this is very disturbing. All I'm gonna tell you right now, people, is keep your dick to yourself. If she said no, Jesus, because we are in a day and time and in an era where you can't hardly hear the truth because there's so many lies. Now, in the case of Cassie, I I wish her well. If he settled so fast, that girl is not lying. She's at a point where she does like listen. I 
I think she feels like he's so powerful. That was the only way to hit him was in his pocket. Yeah. Because um, even if she, she knows the took truth. him to court, yeah, it would have drug her. I mean, it would have just, mm -mm. I think she took the best course of action and, and for her situation. Let me be clear. So mm -hmm. it wasn't always just what he did to her. It's what he put her through. So those, yeah. those F parties, what was that? He would have her have sex with other men and he would watch mm -hmm. and masturbate. And use them against her later. Use the yeah, and video force her to watch her. the video. Like when she thought the video, the footage would be gone, mm -hmm. he pulled something out the cloud and make her watch it. And and one thing that really lines up, and I just I just my heart goes out to her because we just talked about domestic violence uh last, week before last on the show and how it, sometimes you're in that power dynamic and you don't feel like you have a voice, and, and she's finally healed enough to speak to find her voice again. This is the crazy part, and it lines up. She was dating Kit Cuddy at one point when they were separated, and Kit Cuddy's car blew up in his yard, and, and she literally said that Diddy said he he was going to do that, and he did that. Diddy said he was going to do it, and, mm -hmm. and I don't even think it was a week later, a few days later, maybe. Right. Uh, yeah. It dry. Oh, I forgot Trump was involved in this as well. Oh, yeah. I'm, Definitely. I'm not shocked. Yeah, me either. I am not shocked at all. <laughs> he should have been Steven first. Steven Tyler from uh, uh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith, yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, Bill Cosby again. Mike Tyson. Yeah. Uh, the former governor of New York. How do you say? Andrew Cuomo. Can't see your name from that. Oh, I kind of um, remember some of these stories. It seems like they've lumped them all together in a list, but Cuomo. Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Oh yeah, well, he been a pervert. <laughs> that ain't. I don't know, man. <laughs> Power just makes. I don't know. It just brings out. It brings out the real, true nature of a person. So. Mm -hmm. And I wish people would stop misquoting the Bible. It does not say. Uh, money is the root of all evil. That is a misquote. It's for uh, the love, for the love of love money. Love of money. Yes. Okay, that is the root of all evil. The piece of paper itself, we assign symbolism to pieces of paper, to those instruments. People are in love chasing that. They've made it their God and they will do anything to worship it. The love of money is the root of all evil. And some people put that above all others. And we see that. Don't glamorize a glorified uh, a celebrity lifestyle because half the people you see on TV that is a carefully crafted image. And it's been proven over and over and over again. Now, Tiger Woods, pervert nation, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Tiger Woods, who was dealing with women of a consensual age, he, you know, bro, like was slinging that sausage. But on TV, the image they had created for him was such a clean cut, faithful, monogamous husband. He wasn't none of that. He was down here tearing these holes down. Okay. Um, until his wife called him and, you know, then the image was shattered, you know. So it happens. In the case of Jada Pinkett Smith, you know, image shattered. And Will Smith, image shattered. But I will say this for Jada and Pinkett this week, y'all get a pass because the media is not on y'all asses this week. <laughs> Will is over there like, Look, thank God, thank God somebody I'm else. I'm so glad all these other names have dropped and we ain't got to be out here. 
<laughs> right. Jada, don't say nothing else. Don't you say nothing, girl. Now listen, she they done moved on over there to Diddy. You let that be. <laughs> let me stop. But yeah, focus on them. But this is what I think. And I don't know. Hmm. And this is just this is me. Um, let me put on my conspiracy theory hat for a minute. Go ahead. I'm gonna take it back off. Let me put on my tilt it to the side like a kango, put on my conspiracy theory hat. Now, sometimes I feel like the powers that be. Mm. Yeah, Ross said he feels bad for Will now. <laughs> the powers that be, I feel like they feel like when certain people, personalities, whatever, get too big for their britches or they think they can be on a certain level, because there are levels to the elitism too. There are levels to that 1%. That's old money and it's new money. And I'm going to be honest with you, the old, old, old money, they don't care for the new money people. So when the new money people, well, it doesn't even matter your ethnicity, black, white, orange, purple. If you feel, if they feel like you have stepped outside of your bounds of that new money and you coming for whatever their old money is, they have enough power to put you back in your place. And, you know, so that is a behind the scenes kind of thing. That's the hand that you will never see. That's why I love the fall of the House of Usher. This man was so rich. He was moving. He was everywhere and nowhere all at the same time. So are we talking about uh, the the possibility of anything that starts with the Illu and then, you know, kind of rhymes with Bugatti? No, I really wasn't thinking about that. You I was thinking about thinking that? About okay. No. Um, I was just making sure. Just making sure. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of like uh, uh, B613 type stuff. Oh, okay. G6 classified? G14 G6 classified? G614, yeah. You stay in your place. <laughs> everybody got a place and everybody moving like they're supposed to move. And if you are moving out of your lane, that's what I wanted to say. I feel like if old money feel like new money is not staying in their lane, I think they do some things to put them back in place. I have... I ain't never really looked too much into the, uh, like you said, the Illuminati or whatever. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know. The the one that shall not be named, huh? Yeah, I don't know, honey. I don't. Did you, did, did you, I mentioned our butter, what, huh? What? Rocks okay, we, we try that again. <laughs> I feel, I feel like I, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I don't. Okay, so, so that's me. I'm just, I don't know. It could be a number of things. Because look at how wholesome Bill Cosby was. And when the media wants to put a smear campaign against you to tear you down, they'll do it. Like Michael Jackson was everybody's favorite until he wasn't. Bill Cosby was everybody's favorite until he wasn't. To Diddy's credit, Diddy was never everybody's favorite. Diddy is like that person some people just love to hate. But he's 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 made it, you know, and he has Diddy touched a lot of good people. business. Diddy was good business. Definitely. That's, that's he's put a lot of artists it. on. But a lot of artists have complained about him not paying them properly and stuff, too. I mean, we don't really hear Mr. much Monroe. about it. You Are you talking about R. Kelly? Oh, in the kitchen. Oh, sex in the kitchen over on the countertop by the butter rolls. Yeah, we talked about him, Ross. We done already yeah. included him in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Well, I don't Butter know. Rose, it, a.k.a. little Mr. Piss Me Off. <laughs> so here's the thing, and this is just me putting it into perspective of really wealthy men with power. Good in self-business is not good enough. 
is right. I mean, mm-hmm. Diddy was good for business, but I have never really just heard anybody just really pour out a, a warm love offering for Diddy. Like Me saying how great of a person he is. I mean, mm-hmm. like I know he's done some things. I know he he donated some money to Jackson State, but I kind of feel like he donated that money because you you kind of wrote a check that you had to cash because you know black folks <laughs> are gonna hold you accountable. You can't say you finna give something to an HBCU and not you get your ass ate up for that. Oh um, yeah, no, Madato. He does have an image to uphold. I don't think Diddy Diddy right. has, it never came out and said like he's this angel of a person. Clearly, remember that one rapper that was so good and they had the shooting in the club and he went to jail and nobody else went to jail. Shine. Shine was such a good goddamn rapper, baby. But he's the only one who took the file for that. And it's been like some other incidents like it's that, you know. Behind that, too. That's why I said, uh, you think about it now, stuff started to make sense. Shine right. took a hit for that. Yeah. J-Lo ran for the heels. She ran quick, didn't she? <laughs> she quick ran for the heels. Matter of fact, <laughs> J-Lo ran for the heels and she. <laughs> She occasionally came back just to do a record like maybe with LL Cool J or something. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. I guess she said, look, I don't need street cred that bad. Let me get my ass back over here in the in the uh she, in the Latino I don't need to be community. From the block no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I'm str- <laughs> there's a card game. Sunday. Let's see. There's a card the name game of the name. Oh, 91st. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'll tell you, I don't speak their name. I, and I definitely ain't finna play no go. That's that's almost sound like a Ouija board to me. You can keep that, Ross. I'm good. Yeah, I don't even. Um, I don't. Oh I don't goodness. even. I don't. I really don't. I really wasn't thinking along those lines when I said that. I was thinking more of Olivia Pope and B613 back <laughs> when we was watching Scandal back in the day. Um, you know what? That's gonna be my one thing on my black card. I ain't never watched Scandal. <gasps> You've not I, watched Scandal. I ain't never watched Scandal. I'm not well, really it, big on the. Everyone commenting on, uh, I'm sorry, let me say this right quick. Everyone joining on uh, All Things Undone, Derek and Joyce, thank you so much for joining and commenting. We really appreciate you. Because I can't see. (laughs) (laughs) I was just about to say, Wayne. No, I was just, I've never, that's going, I know that's going to be a strike on me, man, but I'm like, you know, I just ain't never really been big on the, the, the dramatic, you know, stuff like that you know i think as, as about as dramatic for me as it can get is would be considered suspense that's about as dramatic as i'm getting but oh yeah i was into scandal i haven't yeah. really latched on to too many other um dramas like that because i'm a sci-fi girl i'm a sci-fi and fantasy girl horror movie type of girl okay i'm coming home so who's coming home to say mike I don't know my thing, Derek and Derek and Joyce. Okay, I have to look and see who that is. They say coming home soon. Okay, Derek, that will work. Um, so let's switch gears for a minute because we've talked at nauseum about this, and I think it's going to be ongoing and a continuation. I'm telling you, mark my words, either unofficially or officially, it's going to turn into a documentary or something to the likes of. Um, surviving r kelly or if not that this is i'm gonna tell you what got michael jackson caught up interviews because sometimes you don't even realize in your arrogance and in your power because again absolute power corrupts absolutely and when you're that powerful you feel like nothing that whether you say you're above the law or not you feel like nothing that you it doesn't matter what you say you can't be held accountable for it scandal was good i can't watch horror movies 
like they say, nobody leaves clean. <laughs> you right about that. I that mm-hmm. the laws of gravity also apply to the laws of celebrities. What mm-hmm. goes up must come down. You're very true. It seems like almost every celebrity, and it, and I think it's it depends on the the road you take mm-hmm. to rise to that stardom. Because you know people like Denzel ain't taking hits. But just about everybody else, I mean, like there's a bunch of them out there you can name. And and when that stardom just quickly shoots off and rises, it will be a quick fall too. Yeah, I think it's balance and people get caught up in it. I mean, it's so much when you get that much um excess, it's in excess, right? Uh you get caught up in that, especially if you have no one to rein you in. Dave Chappelle said this. He said he keep that one ghetto cousin on his team. So you need that one person to keep him in check, right? You need somebody on your team that's not, all these famous people are weird and have secrets, right, Courtney? Hey, Courtney, welcome. You, know, you need up, somebody Courtney? to keep you in check. I need somebody always. And I learned this from a very wealthy man that I used to work for. He's passed away now. And I was complaining. Well, not complaining. I guess it was a complaint. He used to come to me and get his nails, his uh, manicures and his pedicures done. And we had another nail tech that worked in this business that I worked for for this man. And she told she told on me it didn't matter. I could sneeze wrong. She didn't like it. She would go run and tell the manager. And I told him I was like, that just annoys me to no end. He said, this is what I've learned in my rise to success. You need all kinds around you. If not, you fall into groupthink. He said, I need the brown nosers. I need people like you. You're a straight shooter. You're going to tell me how it is. I need that. He's like, I need the yes me. I need to see every side of a situation so I can know how to judge it properly. Wise man. I was like, okay. Okay, modern day uh, Samuel. Okay. See, I talked about that last night. Why would you need yes men around you? I know what's going to happen. Well, he said, like the brown noser, she was a yes person. He was like, it shows you the character of a a person. You You need those kind of people so you can see your enemy in your face. You need your genuine people. You need your yes people. But you need people of all walks of life to be able to really assess a situation. It's basically oh, well, what yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. You know, so he was like, I don't want everybody that says yes to me. He said he was a talent scout. He didn't see himself as uh, a business owner. He said what makes his team successful was the fact that he had successful, talented people on his team. So he hired people not because they were yes men, but because they had. She was good at her job. She was just a goddamn bitch, and she saw me as competition, and I didn't like that. And she tried to keep telling on me to, to get rid of the competition. That don't have nothing to do with my boss. That's a female to female thing, right? True. But it used to annoy me, and he was like, Mm-mm, "Don't look at it like that." Now you know who you're dealing with, is what he said. But when you don't have nobody in your corner that you know who you're dealing with and everybody's just, is there a benefit to having a yes man? I don't think so, because then that's the very snake. That depends on what you want. So, for instance, if you're somebody who lives in your ego, you need your ego stroked, you want yes men around you. These are people who are always, they're going to always hype you up, always going to make you feel like you're doing the best job possible. You're, 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 you're making okay. the best decision. They're always going to just, you know, tell you what you want to hear and truth be told what you want to hear ain't always what you need to hear very true i know my cousin so, said oh uh, he said let the wheat and the tear grow together they keep you focused mm-hmm. let the bad and good deal with one another it keeps you sharp mm-hmm. there it is yeah so i agree i agree with that but 
you're gonna always have yes men in your corner. I never hiring. I'll tell you this hiring season every year. I had people would come and be nice to me and talk to me. They ain't talked to me in nine months, but they knew as soon as hiring season come around and they could have an opportunity to join my team and make, you know, maybe $5 more an hour than what they were making. That's a big ass jump uh, from what you were making before. Oh, everybody became my friend. You know, everybody wanted to be my friend. So I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I I mean, like it looks too obvious and I just, I'm not the type to do that. Like I just, like, bro, you know they know why you're here, right? Right. <laughs> you know they know, right? So I know you why you said hey to me. You ain't said hey to me in six months. All of a sudden, it's, hey, hey, boss lady. How you doing, boss lady? <laughs> okay. I'm looking like something from underneath the sink. And my yes man telling me I look good. How's that beneficial? If you need your ego stroke, that's exactly what they doing. But Ross, <laughs> that ain't what we always need. We we prefer most people prefer the truth, but there are some people who are so afraid of the truth. The lies, the most comfortable thing in the world to them. Very true, especially when you're operating in your ego and out of pride. You, anyone come tell you anything about yourself that you don't want to hear, you're liable to cut them down just because you're in such a state. The narrative you're running in your own mind is that you're amazing, and unfortunately, for people who are that powerful and they're paying everyone, part of Cassie's de- deposition was saying that. Some of Diddy's staff, um, if if I'm ugly, let me know. <laughs> part she was saying in her deposition that part of Diddy's staff would see him abusing her and not mm-hmm. do anything because they were on the payroll. That's the part that that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I'm gonna be real. It's we can go on and on about all of this. Yeah, like, it's self-preservation. Self-preservation, but like at what cost? You see what profit of man to gain the whole world but then lose his soul. Right. You see what I'm saying? I don't you know. Necessarily I, I got the whole just, world, had, but if you working for Diddy, you thinking, "Oh, I'm living. I'm making money. I'm doing the other. Mm-hmm. You know, he can he can help me with this, and he can help me with that." But you got to turn a blind eye to a lot of the devil's tricks. I ain't never been comfortable with that. Let it go. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing: <laughs> the price of fame. Everybody want to be famous until they see what the cost is. And Dave Chappelle said something else. Wise, he's like his daddy told him: the minute the price get too high quit get out and uh they made him look like he was crazy years and years ago when he turned down that 50 million dollar deal from i don't even forget i forget which company it was was with now but he said he wasn't he wasn't willing to sell his integrity comedy it wasn't up for sale you know let's get it man what else we got on the menu so that brings us right into our next segue i'm going to talk about black friday in a minute but non-negotiables dave chappelle he didn't take 50 million dollars because what he knew what his preferences and his non-negotiables was so we're going to switch gears and talk about relationships for just a minute because we have got to start establishing men and women on both sides of the aisles our our preferences and our non-negotiables you got that clip ready to go let's run that clip for him while we out here in this dating world i think we need to do a better job at distinguishing our preferences and our non-negotiables like when you was down on your knees telling god you wanted that man who's six seven making over a hundred thousand dollars a year i'm not sure if you're aware but the devil can hear you he is also listening and what he gonna do is he gonna gift wrap one of them demons and everything you just asked for and put it right on your doorstep and you're gonna get it and it's gonna seem heaven sent that first but understand this has nothing to do with god in about six to eight months you're gonna be back on your knees saying why would you send me something so bad for me how can something so good be so bad the thing about it is it was never your package baby 
God sent you eight, nine packages, but you keep telling him you don't accept UPS or FedEx. Now you back on the line with customer support saying, God, send me a million dollar man. He sent you a million dollar man in his thousand dollar days. And you saying that's not what you asked for. All I'm saying is tell God what you're not in season for. Tell him you don't want a liar. You don't want a cheater. You don't want all of these things. So you can stop being deceived by the devil and his gift wrapping ability. God damn. <laughs> I love it. What do you say? God give us a million dollar man wrapped in a thousand. In his thousand dollar okay. season. And we turn him I'll down. Check that. Check that. He said, I give you a million dollar man in his thousand dollar season, which means he ain't reached his potential yet. But stick with right. it. See, we talked about that mm -hmm. last night on our show, man. Shout out for everybody tuning in. I have more podcasts. Um, but we talked about that last night, man, being patient, you know, and sticking with, you know, that which is a good thing. But it's like soon as the rough patches hit, sometimes people get scared and they run. Mm -hmm. Or they want to try to call you out and make you seem like you're not what you what you portray yourself to be or whatever. And they're being they're they're impatient, they're scared. And when there was a chance for you to be on board. And see the rise of a king. See the rise of the man that you prayed for. You got scared mm -hmm. and ran. You you got shook. Mm -hmm. Be careful what you pray for. Because you just might get it. But the thing is, are you ready for it? Are you ready for what you're praying for? Right. And we're going to flip the script. It's the same for guys. And we have got to get past uh, looking at just the physical right mm -hmm. and you're right that man he spoke the truth you know we we pray for all these things and we forget to pray for substance let the man have integrity let him be gentle with me let him be patient with me you know the, these things that we want we're just looking at oh let him have a million dollars and let him do this that and the third he could have all those things and like this man said god could put him right on your doorstep Big, fine, tall, sexy, handsome, got money. You ain't pray for no type of substance in that man. No, and, then you and it's not. Why. It's usually not a lot. Mm -hmm. And then the, uh, the other way, like uh, for the women, the men who, who want the woman who's fine and beautiful and she got her own boutique and she got all this and she has no substance. You know? Look past uh, her answer. That part. I had a friend guy tell me recently that... Um, he had a relationship with a woman, beautiful woman. She had her own business. She's doing good online, like social media wise. Like she got 250,000 followers. You know, she's doing her thing. Right. And um, they get together and she off top just expected money. Right. Because that's what she feels like relationships should be about. And in her mind, if she gave him sex, then he was automatically supposed to give her money because that defined a relationship to her. That Ain't was that a the, transaction. That's transactional. It's very transactional. You know, you're not pouring into me and I'm not pouring into you. But then she kind of was pulling those narcissistic moves on him where she was gaslighting him. She was making him feel bad. She was tearing down his self-esteem. If he wasn't able to provide whatever it was, um, what I, I'm going to get to your comment, Ross, whatever it was that she was looking for. Then, of course, she made the man feel bad, like he wasn't bringing enough to the table. So men have to be careful with those kind of women, too. So and I fell prey to that, you know, manifesting this beautiful man that I wanted. He said, that's prostitution. Very true. Oh. 
you know, manifesting this this beautiful, handsome person that I wanted. Who who did I did date someone like that? They had it all together on the on the surface, right? They looked mm-hmm. good on the surface. They had money on the surface, but they weren't they weren't deep. There were no there were there were no roots in that man, you know. So I'm like, oh yeah, sure. You have to go back to the drawing board and be a little bit more specific in your prayer be a little bit more specific in your manifestations, but preferences and non-negotiables, I got some, but we have to learn them through trial and error, right? I have some non-negotiables now for sure. Like for me personally, if you can't carry a conversation with me uh, over the phone for, oh my God, even a week, I have had guys that run out of steam on day three. What? You you had a conversation already? Look, look, look. She ain't talking about dick. She talking about just simple conversation. Right. Simple Boy. conversation. This is not an everyday, all day conversation. I'm not that kind of girl. I'm not the kind of person to stay on the phone. But if you call me up and we chat for five minutes, I want it to be an exciting chat. You know, like I don't want you to be like, hey, what you doing? I just I, I did a TikTok where it was a date. Right. And in the middle of the date, the dude's like, what you doing? And the girl was like, I'm talking to you right now. And then he was like, "What's up, beautiful?" What? Yeah, I just. We did the know. video on it. That was weird, yo. <laughs> that was... Right, somebody put that was so. Did you see that TikTok? Mm-hmm. So weird, but that's that energy. What you doing? So let's see. Uh, Derek said, "Time always brings forth true nature," and this is what I learned. Just give it about ninety days. Give it about I, ninety some... days. We talked about. I mean, that sometimes you like, can see before then, but you know, yeah. sometimes people see people put on good. You know, some people say put on check, for the city. Check for the level of consistency, like we said last night. I said, um, you know, I ain't talking about the the the, the grand rising queens. You know, I ain't talking about those dudes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, the consistent good night, good morning texts. Um, mm-hmm. and even if he can't make those or be consistent with those, he can still, you know. Uh, check on you throughout your day. You know, at least just check in once a day. Mm-hmm. Like you know, cons- the 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 little consistent things matter. You feel me? If 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 some at some point in time this woman calls you and asked you if you ate lunch, oh, baby, I'm working you know a little too much, but I ain't had time to stop. Mm-hmm. I bring you some. Guess what, ladies? You just started something. <laughs> Don't make that a one and done. Because if mm-hmm. you do. Then we know what you, she just tried to get some brownie points. She ain't done it since. Now nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't, don't worry. Fellas, if you, if you came over her house and she was all looking good, smelling good, but you know, she had a long day and you offered her a massage, no sex at all. You just offer her a massage at the kindness of your heart. You started something. Don't fall back. Don't slip. Cause she gonna have another one of those days when she gonna need a foot rub, and she ain't thinking about you rubbing her booty. She ain't in that mood. Don't throw That's a right. tantrum. Throw, throw a tantrum. You started something. <laughs> and Dossie, Dossie Roberts said, uh, she said, "Them good morning and good night texts get old." Also, yeah, it, that's part of those non-negotiables. Like, is this going to move forward? Like, you know, at what point do we expect the natural progression of a connection? 
And I'm saying that because we know like back in the 90s and the in the early 2000s when we were actually dating and courting before social media and cell phones became so rampant, you literally had to put the effort in to have a face to face conversation with a person because that's the only way we could we, we communicated. We had landline phones. You had to physically pick up that landline and call somebody and have an actual conversation with them. We used to be on the phone all night in high school, going to sleep on the phone with one another. You know, Man, you know, they'll never know about. Having to call somebody house and her mm-hmm. mama, her daddy, her grandma answer the phone. Like, bro, you had to be a brave soldier. Cause you calling her and you got a voice like this. Cause you know you in puberty. And then all right. of a sudden you get on the phone and then hello. Um, can I speak to Michelle? <laughs> who who this punk ass boy calling my house? You know, right. you had to deal with that. Character building. That builds character. <laughs> Character building there. Do you remember how it was in the streets? I warn young ladies now and train your young men. uh, Train young men to be opposite of my old ways. Okay, you have to explain a little bit more. Who rubs feet and not rub the booty? Gentlemen. Thank you. Gentlemen. Thank you. It's called self-control. Rub my feet and that's all. Don't rub nothing down. And let me tell you a secret real quick, my boy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it gets you booty cooker. The fact that you can show some self restraint and some self control mm-hmm. could turn a woman on. I know. I love that. Just I love honest. that. Yeah, rub my feet and send me home with a nice, good, strong hug. Because, see, then the next time when I come back, I'm going to be ready to jump your bones because you didn't do it that time. And I'm like, oh my God, he might be the one. <laughs> he got, he's a gentleman, right? Yes, the good mind stimulating conversation. That's from Dossie. Because that's what we're looking for. And I think, and I'm not going to give out tips to what your non-negotiables are and what your preferences are, because we are all fingerprints. We're all individual. That's a list you got to sit down and come up with yourself. And how do we come up with it? Through trial and error. Ask me how I know. Trial and error. I have learned things that I know for sure out the gate if I meet you and we're vibing. I, I got, you know, up front what um is certain things i'm not going to do we're not jumping in bed right away no way like i'm that's out for me because just energetically now that i know and i recognize the energy that's within myself and how i don't want that combined with just anybody yeah that's that's me now but that is different for each of us and david mann said this we're going to run this clip about how a woman because this just ties into what we're talking about how a woman can get the perfect spouse right you want to run let's it? Let's run. Let's see what David Mann had to say. Well, I said, let me show y'all how to find the perfect husband. And of course, you know, a room full of Woo! ladies. He's been a talent. He and they start pulling and pulling, pulling, stuff and pulling. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna show you how to get the perfect woman. I said, I need you to make a list of everything that you want him to be. Make a list. Everything you, I want his credit score to be 850. I want him to be making $200,000 a year. He got to have his own house. I want him to be real groomed. He got to be well rounded. I say, make everything on that list that you want in a person. Do it. Make, put it all on there, everything and become the list. See, we're not willing to become the list of what we want. See, you just want a bunch of stuff, but you're not willing to become a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You going with, I want him with an 800 credit score and yours is eight. Point eight. Yeah, <laughs> point. 
that part. You 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 won't even try to figure out how to balance a checkbook, but you want somebody who's well versed in finances. That's what I want. <laughs> well versed in finances. You know, I want somebody smart, but you want to be a dummy. You know, yeah. that's both of us. And if me in the same way, make a list of what you want in that woman. Become that list. When you guys get together, think about what that's going to be. I love it. I like how he did both sides, right? Put mm-hmm. everything you want in that list. That goes right into your, your preferences and your non-negotiables. And then do what? Become, Become the list. The list. Because that is that is my whole goal. I'm working every day to be a better human being for God, for myself, for my children and what whoever God sends in my life next, because it's a prayer for requests to have a loving spouse sent by God. And I'm going to know it's by God because God don't send confusion. So right now I'm in my little season of sit my ass over here by myself and, and build these coins up. Because I'm like David Mann. I want to be the list that I'm looking for. All right. So this is my cousin Derek. He says, I was a smooth operator in the days of past. Now that I have granddaughters, I warn them of the possibilities out there. So be aware. He's clarifying his statement from earlier about being in the streets of Brickhaven and surrounding areas. And I grew up in that same area. And it was wild back back then. So I can't even imagine now what... uh, the community of Brookhaven I grew up in is, is like now. Now, pray for my cousins because they are in, in Brookhaven. And about a month and a half ago, my young cousin and her children uh, were involved in a drive-by shooting where they all got shot up. Her car got shot up. She got sprayed. And I, I, to this day, I don't know why um, that happened to them. And they're healing and they're recovering. So keep them in prayer because they're still in that community. This is how I talk to my granddaughters as well as young men, pertinent information. Thank you so much. That is right. Build, build, build the list you want. Become the list. Ross says, I'll make a list, but I'm not being feminine. I'm not becoming feminine. I don't understand that. Um, See, see, here's the thing, Ross. So that put it like this when you make this list the point is to not ask of something ask something of someone that you yourself are not willing to do okay so physical traits or 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 character traits you know i guess you could say with the feminine side it's that's a little something a little different all right but even still i personally feel like this you don't have to become feminine but you do need to be in touch with it in order to get some understanding about the situations that may transpire between you and your partner. Um, Everything doesn't have to be, you know, just all the time. Sometimes, you know, the smoothness of situations uh, plays out for the best. So, you know, but, but yet instead what what he's more or less saying is just, you know, everything that you would like to have in a partner, um, make sure you're willing to match that energy. You're willing to give, Mm -hmm. Not just ask, gimme, 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 gimme. Um, and that's that's the problem. A lot of people have that. A lot of people have that. I won't, I won't, I won't, you know, like you were saying, I'm not trying to you know stun on women or nothing, but I I, I want a man who's six, 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 uh 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 two hundred pounds. Uh uh he drive this, he got this much money, uh uh he love to travel, he 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 ain't got no kids, uh um. I don't want him to have no gray hairs. Uh, he can only have sex with like six and a half women. You know, some very oddly specific <laughs> stuff. 
in all you of know, his life, just six women in all of his life. <laughs> it's very oddly specific stuff, but then they're not expecting the same thing of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's supposed to accept you and all your baggage and all your kids or all your baby daddies or all your uh, 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 bad credit situations or job, you know, bad job situation, living situation. He's supposed to accept that, but you want the best of the best of the best from that what you're asking it can't be that way you got to have if you want people to show you a little grace you got to be willing to give a little grace very true it's called balance it's like a algebra equation whatever happens on one side of the equation must balance on the other side of the equation so if you're looking for a two hundred thousand dollar man ladies technically you need to be a two hundred thousand dollar woman you need to be bringing that same energy um if you or you know a, a male and you're looking for a woman who runs three businesses you know and she got that together and plus you know she can put it down in the bedroom she's all these things you have to be able to bring that same energy and keep it up nine times out of ten we uh, what's the old the old people used to say this when we got too hungry they said your uh your eyes got bigger than your belly mm-hmm that happens in relationships too. Our eyes become get bigger than our bellies. We right. see what we want, but we're not ready in a place, nor are we capable of returning what we're asking for someone to give to us. And we have to humble ourselves enough to know what our lane is. Watch this. You see what Ross said? What'd you say? You see what Ross said? I'm not becoming thick. Who? This is also Ross. I'm 6162, 290 pounds. Ross, you is thick. Shut up. What <laughs> you saying, bro? Yeah, you see, I'm like, what? <laughs> you, you is thick, my boy. What is this comment? And thank you, Derek, for all of your comments. I see them coming up. Yes. Uh, it's just, uh, yes. it's, it's taking me a minute to keep up with all of them. He says the very, he's coming up with something. He's moving back to Brookhaven because of uh, some of the things that's going on. Like the, the community is... <sighs> Uh, it was bad when we were young. I will meet with spiritual. I will meet with spiritual as well as political leaders in Brookhaven to see how we can produce productive citizens in society. Very good. Thank you so much for that. That's from my hometown of Brookhaven, Mississippi. Shout out to B-Town. You and I talked about this before the start of COVID. Cool. I'm going to get with you. I'm going to message you after this, this for sure. Oh no, this is the thing uh, with doing with doing the work. And this is another thing that we all have to learn. We're here to be of service. And I know I love John Wick, but they said they're here to serve and to be of service. We are supposed to help each other grow, walk in love, okay, um, with each other every day. We are here to be of service, to help someone. This podcast and the things we talk about in it is to help someone elevate, to help someone advance, to help someone get past a broken heart or broken spirit. Um, we talk about a lot of different things because we just can't stay in doom and gloom forever. We we really cannot. Very good. Um, we just can't. We have to up, uplift what I call the collective. We were uplifting people who are healing. I am World Media Group as a whole is doing the same thing. So it's not just all things undone, moving us forward into positivity and healing. We're even trying to take a different look at relationships and we're trying to build those up. I love love. I love marriage. I just started a series on my YouTube channel called Being a Wife 101. Uh, Because if I don't know how to do nothing else, I was one for 25 years and I was an amazing one. Pat on my own back. Mm -hmm. 
LOL, Dan Wayne didn't have to do me like that. Well, you said yourself you was fat, sir. I just, I read the comment when it came up. You didn't say I'm fat, but you said I'm 6'6", six, six, and you're like 200 and 300 something pounds, I saw it. <laughs> Man, there are women who love that, but you can They love it. Find what I'm works for you, my boy. Find what works Stop shaking my table. Okay, we're going to take a quick break because we did not take our break. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to transition because we're going to see how many of y'all got scammed with the Black Friday sales. Mm. <laughs> we'll be right back. give a shout out to black with no chasers radio you can listen to all of the lineup on the podcast for i am well media group on black with no chasers radio it is free music it is black owned please download the app today and support bwnc radio also the lineup you saw it all things undone we literally cover uh, an array of topics from sports to relationships to the tea that you need, not the tea you want. We talk fitness. Uh, we talk breaking barriers, breaking news, and it's all centered around building the Black community uh, as a whole. So and yeah, y'all get into it. Get into it. And I do want to put this out here. You will start seeing me run ass. We are raising money for All Things Undone podcast because it is my sincere hope and prayer to turn it into a foundation to help people move past the financial, spiritual, mental heartbreak from a divorce. Uh, people need help when it comes to that, especially when you're splitting finances and all of that. And we are here to help. I do want to read this comment from Derek, and then we're going to transition into Black Friday because I want to talk about it. <laughs> but Derek said this, if it's not about passing on the pertinent information, this is uh, this to the next generation. It's all missing the air. I love what you're doing. So doggone proud of you. I love you. Outreach ministry. I love outreach ministry. Thank you. God bless you so much. We are here to grow. We walk in love with God, ourselves, and one another. That's the highest vibration. So it's not about a particular religion. It's literally about pushing us folder. He said, hold up. I'm not fat. Okay, Ross, drop me a picture. You know what? Here we go. We have, we have the Iron World Media Group DM chat. Sorry. If you want to, you want to. Uh -uh, uh -uh, no, uh -uh, no, little, no. Over, we just got there. that. That's strictly business <laughs> over there. Strictly <laughs> business over there, Ross. Don't. Uh-uh. Hit me up over there in the I am well media group. <laughs> now listen, who went Black Friday shopping? Put your thumbs up. Give me some thumbs up. Either in here or on the I am well media group. 
chat box. Who went to who did Black Friday yesterday? Who did it? I ain't gonna who lie, did I did some virtual stuff. You did some virtual stuff. I did some virtual stuff. Yeah, uh, Nike had some stuff going on with the shoes, man. I couldn't say no. I couldn't say no. Okay, what about anybody else? I see, I seen a few thumbs up. Anybody go to actual stores yesterday? I mean, was it Friday? Friday. Hell, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My 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 uh my COVID CD or whatever you call it joint. You know COVID. where I just COVID. My mm -hmm. COVID in inclusiveness or, or exclusiveness, I I don't oh, like to be around a whole bunch of people. I can't I can't be around a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I we got one more clip I gotta tell you about I gotta tell you about something else, but I'm gonna tell y'all in a minute. Run that clip. Run that beautiful bean footage about Run the Black Friday sale. Oh, it's a thing. Oh, it's a thing. Okay, what about this one? Oh, it's the same. Black Friday deal? I don't get it. That's a deal. Okay, this one. But it's the same. Bro, that's not a deal. I don't get it. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how many of y'all got mine effed on Black Friday? <laughs> All right, me and my wife of 35 years. Congratulations. That's what that's the freaking goal right there, right? That is the goal. Longevity in marriage, find your person, be committed. That's a solemn vow. Be committed and stay there. Um, Black Friday, y'all. I had ran into this last year, and this is why I didn't come this year. I went, but not for sales. I got too many waffle makers already. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dossie, for that. Y'all, I went last year and I didn't really find any sales. So this year I didn't even waste my time because they're going to be running sales regardless. Um, they're just, they just are. You can find deals all year. I kid you not. I was in Walmart one time and I was looking for garbage bags and they had some glad garbage bags and they were like scented or something. I don't know, but they were the big ones. And it was $3.75. And I got like four packs of those things. And guess where they had them at? Like way on the top shelf. And it literally said like $3.75. And they had like all these other ones at the bottom shelf. And they was like $10 for the same thing. Y'all know what the difference was between the bags at the bottoms and the ones at the top? They were like some weird ass color. Like blue. Who cares about color for the trash? Who cares about color? It was a trash can. I was like, why are these not on? These should be on sale. Like you got to find the hidden stuff. But Wayne has been in retail for how long, Wayne? Uh, I have over twenty years of customer service experience, and that I almost say at this point about twenty-two years. And of that, I've done a solid fifteen in retail. And. I've learned some things when it comes to the Black Friday sales. Uh, it is not always what it's cracked up to be. Really just sales in general. Mm -hmm. All right. So I got my start really into the retail world at uh, JCPenney's. <laughs> That's how you know from Mississippi. I put that S on it. JCPenney's. Anyway. Um, I do too. <laughs> but it <laughs> was. <laughs> it was. Uh, I was learning then. You could tell the difference between the regular price stuff. I mean, well, excuse me. They never really put anything regular price out. Even mm -hmm. when it's brand new, they still have a little something percentage-wise off of it. Might be 15, 20% or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, 
then they'll they'll change things and say big sale, you know, because what it came out as with the 15 and 20 percent, you know, you don't even really look at it. And you you say, oh, well, this ain't your stuff. I'm looking for the sales stuff. Mm -hmm. So then when it hits a sale, they mark it back up to some extremely higher price than before it was when it originally dropped. Knock off 30, 40 percent off of that and then try to say, hey, it's on sale. That's actually the same price it was when it came out at 15 percent off. Which is crazy. It, it, but we never paid attention to what it originally cost. We weren't looking at it at the time. Wasn't no sale sale like that. It wasn't part of the big stuff, you know. And mm. and that's that's a game that they it's some it's a mind fuck, like for real. It really is. It it really, really let me is tell y'all something. I am I became especially in these these last few years. I'm telling you, you learn how to budget differently when you you went from two incomes to one income. I started paying attention to everything, like the sales. Like I look, I started being like my grandma. My grandma and my aunt Gussie may used to sit in the car after buying groceries, and they would go through every item on the receipt. Used to drive me crazy as a child because it's hot in this car. We don't have no central air and heat, and I'm I'm hot. And I'm ready to go, and they're gonna sit in that car 30 minutes. And let me tell you something: if they noticed that they did not anything. get 25 cent off of one of them product, wait, honey, we gotta go back in the store. Stay out here with the kids, Gussie. I'm gonna go and get my 25 cent. And and now I get it. I get it now. Cause now I'm I'm that person. I don't do like when if I see something that's on sale, I'm like that's a gimmick. I was in the store with my mom and my sister the other day. They decided they wanted to do pre-Christmas shopping before Thanksgiving. I wasn't looking at nothing in the store because I already know these prices are gassed up, right? So we were in the store and they had this Emerald Lagasse uh double french door toaster uh not toaster oven the popular one everybody likes them oven fryer fryer air fryer y'all can tell i don't have yeah, one yeah so they had the double door air fryer and so the original price was showing 350 dollars on sale for 169. i bet you can go on like alibaba and get a knockoff of the same thing that works just as good for 50 dollars or 60 dollars same product because they had someone over in China make that product for probably $10, $15, $20. So they make a hand, they making money on us hand over foot, hand it, over foot. So now I go online and if I'm going to get it from China anyway, I might as well just go directly through AliExpress or Alibaba and get that same product. It just don't have the brand name stuck to it. Blessings, blessings. To both of you, blessings and love. Thank you so much, Derek. I really appreciate you. God bless you. I'm going to message you separately, okay? Because yeah, we we got to finish our conversation that we had during COVID. All right. Good night. God bless you. That's what I've uh, discovered about sales. Let me show you this. So, like for instance, I knew coming into this year there were mm -hmm. a lot of situations where these these companies, these businesses, they had a lot of extra product from the pandemic. Remember, we had uh, trucking issues. People couldn't yeah. get their, they couldn't get in regular uh, items into their stores. So in the big stores, mm -hmm. it was TVs and, and and accessories, you know, appliances, things of that nature. And then, you know, in the local stores, like the Dollar Generals and stuff, we, remember, we couldn't get Lysol to show up in there because stuff was stuck in these trailers and these craters and everything like that. Right. So then, um, by the time everybody started catching up, warehouses started getting backed up. So I knew mm -hmm. coming into this year, TVs, they there was an overly, they were overly populated with TVs. 
they have to have a sale at some point. Mm-hmm. I made sure I paid attention this Black Friday. Of course, they threw the boo boo out there. I hope you didn't. Hopefully, you didn't buy those on TVs because they'll be off real soon. Um, yeah, I but, don't own any on TVs. <laughs> yeah, they was they was dropped fifty five inch for one hundred and seventy nine dollars. <laughs> sixty five inch for one hundred and ninety nine dollars. What? That TV gonna go out quick. And I've read the reviews. I know everybody doesn't like mm-hmm. to do a research. They see the dollar sign. They just think big TV. It ain't got to be nothing spectacular anyway. I don't really watch TV like that anyway. The TV going to mm-hmm. go out in the middle of you having your kids and your grandkids over there. Mm-hmm. And they going to be hollering and screaming. And you're going to wish you had a better TV at that point. Anyway, um, but they did drop some jewels, some Samsung, some Vizios. Mm-hmm. sense partnered with the NBA. So I know that has to be of some quality. Uh, the TCLs are somewhat, you know, they're, 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 they've been, been improved or whatever. Those TVs drop. So, again, I paid attention to things mm-hmm. like that. But I'm telling you, there are some stuff that they throw out there for boo-boo the fool, first come, first serve. They try to say, it's limited edition. We ain't got but so many in stock. They lying. Mm-hmm. They lying. They got plenty. They just trying to get everybody to come out. And as soon as those same people who hurry up coming in, Getting this, 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 and that, they're gonna mm-hmm. slip some more out there again for those who was who was thinking they wasn't gonna get it, and they're gonna drop a bomb right there in the middle of the store and say, Guess what? We got more TVs. Here they come again. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's the same. Well, it's got an emergency shipment in. Just come get this new shipment in. Now you you already had those in the back. Stop playing with already. It. <laughs> it's a game, it's a it's a sport. The the mm-hmm. sportsmanship when it comes to your sales and in and, and they're playing the hell out of the game. But again, we live in a consumer-driven market. This is what people do. Mm-hmm. We love to buy, 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 especially us. Well, let we me tell you, everybody, buy, buy, buy. I ain't buying, buying, buying this year. I'm not. People going to get a roll of toilet paper. I'm going to send it up, put it in a pretty bag, put a pretty bow on it. Happy Merry Christmas. Speaking of Thanksgiving. Which we did not, and I hope you all had a wonderful, beautiful Thanksgiving. We did. Somebody need to hug Ross. Somebody need to hug Ross. If y'all are near Ross, if y'all see him in the streets, if if y'all know where he lives, give him a hug. Ross didn't get no mac and cheese or yams. He needs a hug bad. How how did he not? I I don't know. Dang, that's Ross. You and the family need to go to counseling, my boy. (laughs) Oh well, look, I went and saw Thanksgiving the horror movie on Thanksgiving with my friends. So shout out to Jennifer Gore and to Sharitha and to Jonathan because we all decided to have Friendsgiving on Thanksgiving Day. We went to the movies after we had eaten with our family. That was your first show, wasn't it? First show with us. That was my the first show of season two. Yeah, with yeah. I Am World Media Group. It was the first show of season two. Very good. And so we all went and hung out. Here's the thing. We went and saw this, this scary movie and it was surrounding Black Friday sale and people stampeding in the store because everybody was trying to get Dossie said if she got a waffle maker they were giving away free waffle irons mm-hmm. waffle makers and people was trying to get in the store to get the waffle makers before they ran out because like you were saying like they only had a limited edition a limited amount and so that's what made me think of the black friday thing i don't want to give the movie away but it was the over the top gory like over the top gory not necessarily scary but yeah it was like a traditional slasher movie but anyway 
that's what I wanted to say about Black Fridays. Y'all do your homework and do your research. You can find all kinds of gifts and stuff for your family without spending a crap ton of money on, on those fake ass Black Friday sales in the store. Trust me, go online and do some shopping. For the ones that don't want to go online and do shopping, it's a lot of other places you can get good gifts. You don't have to go and spend all that freaking money, okay? Oh, one last so, little tip. Those yeah. sales signs, like when you saw them pulling sales signs and you mm -hmm. see the exact same price behind it, sometimes that's not what it appears to be. See, I know they saw sale, same price, yada, yada, yada. That actually might be past the Black Friday deadline. And if they still have any in stock, they need to get rid of it. So it's no longer a Black Friday deal. It's just simply a sale and vice versa. What you can also look at is in the bottom corners. Either the bottom left or right corner just varies. And it'll have a date on those. And that'll let you know how recently those signs have been changed. Uh, if it's something that's coming down the pipeline. Or something that just got left up and they just covered it. Read those things. Um, sometimes that could be a trick for you to get a cheaper price on some stuff too. But anyway, that's my little tidbits on that retail stuff. Well, look, y'all, that's pretty much bringing us to the end of our show. Thank you for the tips. Thank you all for joining. Do we have any final words? I think we are good. I think we are. My takeaway for this entire show today is make sure you are definitely setting your preferences and your non-negotiables in what you want in a relationship, okay? Um, definitely do that because that will set you up for success or for failure. And at this big age we're at, we don't have a whole lot of time to be wasting on trial and error and going through relationships over and over again, trying to get that shit right. Look, that's why yeah. I'm just holding back because the next time I get into a relationship, it's, listen, I, I need it to be put together and put, put together well, okay? <laughs> So that's that's we're gonna end it on that. Y'all have a beautiful night. Do your re, do your homework, okay? If you want the dream man or dream woman, become the dream woman or become the dream man, okay? For somebody Same else, y'all have a beautiful night. We out. God bless. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Ooh.